Welcome to Making Sales Social Lives. I'm Bob Woods, and with me today, as always, is Bryn Tillman. What's going on, Bryn? Hi, Bob. Great things are going on. It's just great a things are always day. going on. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about something a little bit different, but it's something that everybody really should know about. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week, Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. When it comes to the proper use of a social media service, LinkedIn is just like any of those other social media services. They have do's and they have don'ts. If LinkedIn detects activity on an account that violates its user agreement, a user can be, you in other words, can be limited in your access or even shut out of LinkedIn entirely. And that's what we call LinkedIn jail. So Brent and I are here to help. We don't want to see anyone in the slam and the pokey, however you want to put it. So today we're going to examine the do's and don'ts of using LinkedIn. And we'll even share what to do if you find yourself in that proverbial LinkedIn jail. Although mm-hmm. we aren't attorneys and we don't play them on TV. So first of all, let's talk a little bit about what can you do or, or what is it that you can do that would get you busted and put into LinkedIn jail. Oh, that's the perfect way to start this, right? So when you find yourself in LinkedIn jail, sometimes you're not aware of it. There are different levels of LinkedIn jail, and sometimes you may not be aware of it. So I'm just going to first go through how do you identify that you've gone into jail? So interesting, there are times that you're in a LinkedIn jail because, and we'll, well, we'll give you the becauses in a little bit, but you can log in, you can see everything as normal, but other people can't find you. If they search your name, it doesn't appear. If you were in a chat with someone, it now says LinkedIn member, your name is gone and they cl- can't click through. So there are lots of, there are many times where people don't even realize that they've been put in LinkedIn jail. So that's number one. Number two, you can't log in. So there is a message that comes up that says you have to either prove with your ID or submit a an appeal to being locked down. Now, the interesting thing is LinkedIn will never tell you why you were locked out, why they put you in jail. But there are five reasons that we've identified that are absolutely putting people in jail. The first one is an unusually large number of page views. The reason I think they do this, so that means that you're looking at, you know, hundreds of profiles very quickly. Yeah, so it's actually profile views and not page views. It's it's specifically profile well, views sorry, that will right. that this affects. You can look at anything you want and that won't affect you, but right. when you start popping too many profiles, that's when you kind of cross over. Talk about why that's a thing. Why do they care that you're looking at so many profiles? That's a thing because at least in my opinion, that indicates to their algorithm that you're about ready to do something that they don't think is cool. And more often than not, they're thinking that it's because you're about ready to reach out to a bunch of people who you don't know. And that's bad, obviously, because ideally you should be connecting with people that you know, just like LinkedIn says. Yeah. And another reason I think is because they think it's automation. Automation's the other. Yeah. Automation is huge, huge, bad, bad, bad. Yeah. So 
And LinkedIn, to Bob's point, really does want us only connecting with people that we know, which kind of is hypocritical to the networking concept around LinkedIn. But, you know, it, they definitely look down on bulk actions necessarily. Oh, so Gunner, hi, Gunner. They also Gunner. may think you're, yeah, hi, Gunner. Yeah, uh, scraping info is mm -hmm. is definitely another one whether that's automated or, or or manual that's that's definitely another big one too they may think that however you're doing it that you're scraping info and that is definitely a part of linkedin's don'ts yeah so tom pounder asked um don't they need to inform you that you're in linkedin jail they don't it's amazing like i can see i we are in um some group text messages inside of LinkedIn. It's not really text messages through messaging. And somebody that we're communicating with automatically, it'll come up as LinkedIn member and you know they've been shut down. But if I reach out to them, because sometimes I know exactly who it is, I've been communicating with them. They don't even know that that's happened. So, um, you know, they log in and everything looks normal to them. Now, in some cases within 24 hours, your account will just be restored. In other cases, they're going to ask you for your ID to prove that it's you. And you have to agree to never do the bad behavior again, even though they didn't tell you what the bad behavior was, which is pretty frustrating. So Jan says, be careful about the third parties you use that might be scraping. LinkedIn won't tell you about them. You have to figure it out. Absolutely. Do not use any third party outreach auto bots anything yep. it will shut you down there are some things that we use along with linkedin like we'll use calendly we use magical which is an auto text expander but we are not scraping data and that is right. what linkedin does not actually be before we go to that um LinkedIn has its user agreement up anyone can can read it just google linkedin user agreement and uh, and they very helpfully have a section, and I'm not being sarcastic about this. I absolutely mean this. There is a section. It's section eight. That's called LinkedIn do's and don'ts. That's what 8. it's called. Yeah. Well. So, yeah. It's um. Yeah. Eight. Eight point. I think they've changed this a little bit, bit because now eight point one is do's and eight point two is don'ts, and you could tell that they're serious about it because there are eighteen different points under don'ts. So I would highly recommend you read that. A lot of that does have to do with automation because LinkedIn hates automation as well it should because you can't build an authentic relationship with automation we are obviously against automation but linkedin is of the exact same mindset there as well using automation will likely get you put in a linkedin jail it's not a definite thing but why risk it yeah and so you know it's just important that you use linkedin as that relationship building tool Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. Uh, the second way to get shut down is someone that reports your content. So if you have content, there's a few things. Number one, if you actually take someone else's content and they report it as that you violated IP of somebody, if you have content that someone 
content or even through messaging or a connection request, if they report you um, if, as a spammer through connection requests, enough of those can get you shut down. So we have from a LinkedIn user, we don't know who this is, this makes it difficult for job seekers when you're told to reach out and expand your network. You're limited to specific amount of views you're allowed each month. When they lock you out, telling you you have viewed too many profiles, it's frustrating. Now, that's different. So what you're getting is hitting the commercial search limit. So what's happening is they viewed X number of profiles. We do not know what the number is. We've tried to test it. We can't get a hold, and I'm not even sure it's consistent across the board. But when you look at a lot of profiles, that's not actually going to LinkedIn jail. That's hitting the commercial search limit. And what mm -hmm. that means is LinkedIn is saying, hey, we know that you're using this either for job seeking or for sales, and we want you to pay. So they're trying to upsell you. And then the first of the month, you'll get all of those searches back. Um, it's a little, you know, you know, the way I look at it is Microsoft invested a lot of money in purchasing LinkedIn and they want some of that back. The other thing is um, that can happen that can get you shut down is if they think your account has been compromised. So I was shut down maybe two months ago and it was all, I had to go through hoops to prove that I was me because they thought I had been compromised. Now, the interesting thing is I think someone tried to log into me and they may have even compromised my passwords because I had to change them everywhere. But I have two-step verification. So I got a text. They never got into my account, but because I don't know how many times they tried, LinkedIn actually shut my account down. So I had to send my photo ID and wait 24 hours to get turned back on. And I was a little nauseous because I, you know, it's what I do for a living. But I think I'd rather that happen than actually be compromised. So uh, we actually said four things and I put two together. So wait, let's just review again. The first way you could get your data, oh, automation. Automation, this yeah. Second way is if someone reports your content. Mm -hmm. The third way is if someone reports you in your connection request as a spammer. The mm -hmm. next way is if your account has been compromised. Mm -hmm. And the fifth way, which I think is crazy interesting is, and there may be more, these are just the five that I thought of. If you actually use your name inappropriately, so they will shut yeah. you down if you put your phone number in your name. The only thing you're allowed in your name is your name and any legal designations. If you're a PhD or a CFP, right? Yeah. You can have those after your name. But anything else is actually breaking their, their, their user agreement. Their user agreement. And then, and then actually the other thing is sometimes what people do is in the first name field, they'll put their first and last name and then they'll put some kind of marketing thing in their last name. That also violates the agreement because it's supposed to be first name only and first name, last mm -hmm. name only and last name, and then those designations and that's it. And that also messes with the search algorithm too, because it's searching, because it searches from first name and last name too. So also be aware of that. But that type of thing also violates the uh, user agreement. So Steven says, beware of the newer social Saturday parties. I don't know what these are. I've where, never heard of those. Where everyone connects with everyone. You can get Baseball your profile card locked. Okay. So they'll probably 
thinking that's that that mass connection. There's very little value in mass connecting. It's like collecting yeah. business cards with people you've never had a conversation with. How good is that connection? Yeah. So I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure there are many other ways to um yeah. Those are biggies. Yeah. I, I, and I think it's really important that we're very careful in using LinkedIn the right way. Because when we do, we it becomes the most powerful tool. But if we break that user agreement, particularly, so it is user agreement, the 8.2 8 section, the second one down is on automation. But so Tom says- Yeah, speaking automation, of automation. <laughs> you would think LinkedIn jail would be overloaded based on the number of messages I received daily. They're not catching them all. The ones they're catching- are often uh, Chrome extensions. And, mm -hmm. you know, the automated companies are constantly changing the pace and the rate of views and connections. But it's, you know, it's really deceiving because especially when they try to really hyper-personalize it and they're, they're trying to fool you to think that it's really them reaching out. And for me, it's such an icky way to start a, a relationship. It's insincere. So. If you start out as a bot, you're a bot. I mean, that's just the way people are going to view you. I mean, you know, and, yeah. and, and and it's not bot, quote unquote. It's yeah. just, it, it's automation. But still, you know, if you start out as this inhuman kind of, you know, welcome to my network, blah, blah, blah. That's how you're going to be viewed as by that person who is receiving your, uh, you know, the, the person who's using automations there, that, that communication. So, yeah. um, Bryn, let's talk about uh, what to do if you find yourself in the slamma. So there are a few things that you can do. You can submit a help ticket at help.linkedin.com. Uh, and just put in their restricted account and it'll take you through the motions. But if you want a faster response, tweet LinkedIn help <laughs> at LinkedIn help. They're it better. Is, it is. Yeah. It is nuts that you have to use Twitter to get the, to, to get a faster response from, from LinkedIn help than their own system. But that's the way it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you can tweet them. The other thing is if you log in and it's asking for your ID, submit it because there's a high chance that um, that will get, the faster you submit it, the faster you'll get reinstated potentially. Um, any around the 100 connection requests sent out, Bill asks that. Interesting, Bill. So what he's talking about is in the last few months to uh, limit the spam, LinkedIn has about 100 accounts that you can connect with a week. The chances of you actually communicating well with more than 100 people is low. So I don't think it's a terrible number, but the way around it in my mind is to engage on people's content, start conversations on their content, and they'll reach out to connect with you. And, and I think that that becomes even more powerful when they ask to connect with you, they're more interested in starting a, a conversation than if you're just out there connecting with lots of people. So attract them to you through engaging on their content, engaging with them. That's, I think that's important. We've covered most everything. There is one more thing I wanted to mention, and, and this is LinkedIn jail, not necessarily for you, but if you have a fake account, that will get yes. you well. Yeah. Yeah. Fake accounts. And again, also, if you create a uh, if, if you create a LinkedIn profile, which is supposed to be personal, but you do it as a company, 
that will also yes. get you shut down too. If you have a company, make that as a page and not as a profile. I still see that out there. And that's just that's just not good to do at all. If you have created it as a company page and you've got lots and lots of followers and that's your, your primary, you can actually make that your account as a person so you don't lose all those connections and then merge the two together so that that you all of your connections come together. I've done that with a couple of people because they're like, I have all these connections now on this company profile that's supposed to be a person. So you don't have to lose it all, but um, it is breaking their user yep. agreement. That's what Profiles are people, companies are pages. There you go. All that's right, let's, let's and wrap on that this note, baby <laughs> Let's wrap, oh, good. We have, we've gone a little longer than usual. So thanks again for joining us on Making Sales Social Live. If you're with, with us on uh, LinkedIn right now live, we do this every week. So keep an eye out for our sessions. If you're listening to this recorded on our podcast and you're not subscribing already, give us a subscribe. We'd appreciate it. Uh, we actually do two shows weekly. We do this one live and then we have a making sales social interview series where we talk with leaders and experts in sales, marketing, business, and many, many more areas. If you want more info, socialsaleslink.com slash podcast is where you want to go. And always remember and never forget when you're out and about, make sure that you're making your sales social. Hey, we're getting that down pretty good. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate it. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.